Welcome to the Half Company Podcast, a podcast that bridges the gap between artists and their community. I'm grateful to share conversations with Half Company artists and residents, friends, and a little bit of my own thoughts on creating work and finding balance. I'd like to take a moment to thank this week's sponsors. Modern Women is a proprietor of intersectional feminist products and the creator of the Many Moons Workbook. Volume 2 is out now to guide you through the lunar cycles of the second half of 2017. If you're interested in deepening your practices and pursuits, this workbook is a life-changing must-have. You can follow along on Instagram at gottess, G-O-T-T-E-S-S-S, and online, check out their online store, modernwomen.bigcartel.com. House Witch Home and Healing, located in downtown Salem, Massachusetts, is truly so much more than a store. I've been drawn to this space mostly as a true community center, a gathering place for witches, weirdos, queers, you name it. Erica has managed to develop an incredibly inclusive and safe space that also includes retail and includes beautiful handmade goods made by really incredible people. You can follow along with this radical space on Instagram at Housewitch and online at housewitchstore.com. Alejandra Leon is a tarot reader, a deep student of the occult, and the creatress behind the Lioness Oracle Tarot, a fully analog collaged tarot deck, which has been an incredible tool for me and for so many others. I can't wait to share her story with you now. Here she is. Hello and welcome. It's Marley, and I'm here with Alejandra of the Lioness Oracle. Hi, Alejandra. Hi. It's good to be on your podcast. Yay. So we're in Oakland, where we both currently live, and I think I found you through Mary mm-hmm. of Spirit Speak, and she was just like posting about your deck, and I was so drawn to it. Alejandra has created a beautiful tarot deck that we will talk about, and yeah, it's this kind of wild collage imagery and I'm a fan of the secret Dakini oracle and sort of this like old way of of you know representing these sort of images and these archetypes and this history in in collage form and I I hadn't really seen something new that was made that way so maybe let's just start with why collage and what's and tell us a little bit about maybe your art practice separate from making the deck okay um well although I have enjoyed drawing or painting and photography as well Mm -hmm. um I even took some classes in college um collaging was something I was always doing and always drawn to. Um, It's something that was always um, meditative for me. So whenever I was just cutting things out and cutting and pasting, um, it just listening to music, it always felt really good to me. It was a good way to spend my time. Um, But it wasn't until my father passed away that it truly truly reached this 
mm-hmm. ultimate therapeutic point for me. Um, it, I just, I started collaging and it really, I, I would just be by myself, mm-hmm. make myself a cup of tea, listen to my favorite music and just collage. And that is when the this particular aesthetic, this particular thing started coming through. It just started coming through with the way I was feeling, I guess. And um, after a while, I had already wanted to make a tarot deck, but I hadn't exactly thought, oh, I'll collage one. Mm. I just knew I wanted to make one, and I was thinking, am I going to draw it? You know, what am I going to do? Um, but I was collaging during this time period, and later on, I realized, I'll just, I'll make the deck this way. <laughs> this is how I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it with what's coming through. And and so I committed to the practice then and it, it it was just it was very peaceful and therapeutic for me the entire time um just again always being alone lighting incense lighting candles drinking tea listening to music and just collaging so um and just with magazines that i either find at thrift store or, or discarded or free at shops you know mm-hmm. magazines that shops don't want anymore uh you know or magazines my family members have had that they have given me you know uh, occasionally they might be from something i've bought but rarely rarely um so yeah just just it was it was really therapeutic for me and everything is analog you're cut you're cutting glue mm-hmm. sticking you're not rearranging images in like nope. Photoshop, yeah. <laughs> no Photoshop whatsoever. Oh. I don't know how to do that yeah. <laughs> at all. Same. <laughs> so uh, no, everything is cut, paste, uh-huh. uh, raw, just the way you see it. The way the deck is is the way that my originals look. Nothing was changed at all, cool. except for just being scanned, obviously, onto the computer. But, right. Yeah beautiful I'm like I kind of got like tingly feeling that sensation of like putting music on and like putting incense and I and I feel like sometimes I get caught up in my own art practice where I don't I I don't set the space for myself Mm. what are what are maybe other ways that is is important to you to like set a space or do you have a workspace in your home or outside of your home what's your workspace like so we're sitting in it right now, um, and I either, we're in my living room, everyone, <laughs> and for a while, I was collaging on the floor, mm-hmm. on the floor, putting candles around me, uh, just spreading out all of my collection of cutout images in front of me, and so a lot of the deck was collaged on the floor, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just me sitting down, kind of having a, a just, yeah, a little hangout session with all of my images and, um, it's gotten, (laughs) I'm getting older and that's gotten a little hard on my back sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, sometimes I sit at that table over there. So Mm -hmm. I sit at my table and spread out everything on the table and, and sit there, but yeah, it's just my living room and, 
it's important for me when I'm about to work, it's important for my space to be clean mm-hmm. and to feel good, you know, mm-hmm. just create, yes, set the space, um, light the incense, light some candles, put on my music, make some tea, um, so that everything feels good. Uh, that is really important to me. So let's kind of rewind slash fast forward to the deck <laughs> and and maybe just tell us a little bit about how tarot came into your life and let, let's just start there. Okay. Tarot came into my life when I was 17. I was going through a turbulent time and my father had heard about this tarot reader that you could only see her through word of mouth it was not her full-time job she only worked one day a week Mm -hmm. and her guides had told her that the the clients would just come to her the ones that were supposed to come so you would just you would get her number if you were supposed to he received her number and went to her and asked me if I wanted to go to her. So I did, and it was incredible, incredible, I mean, a really spiritual experience. It really helped me. Mm-hmm. I was really connected to and blown away by, by how helpful it was for me. It helped me so much. I felt so lost at the time, naturally, you know, teenage years. Mm-hmm. I felt so lost and it it, it 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 was such a clear guide and I just fell in love with how helpful that was. And uh, my father had already been a little bit into it. He already had a few decks and he gave me one of his, ended up giving me all of them uh, before he passed, but uh, gave me the first one. I started playing with them and getting books and studying and and giving as many free readings as I could um, to everyone I knew. And that's just what I did for years and years and years until I decided to offer it professionally. So... So that's a beautiful story. And so now that you're, so now you offer readings yourself. Mm -hmm. And so what was that? uh, Do you, do you have to be trained to be a tarot reader? Like for those listening who are like super new to like, what? Like, how do you just decide you get to be a reader? Like, is that something you felt called to do? Did you go learn from someone? Yeah, we've got we've got a cat meower in the background. Yeah, if you hear a meow, that's my cat, everyone. <laughs> and her cat has thumbs. So yes. in case you really want to visualize a cat with thumbs, yeah. that's what's happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, tell us a little bit about how you sort of came into that role. And I think especially a conversation I've been having with people lately is this like... Um, especially for younger people who are not elders yet, you know, Mm -hmm, is like, mm -hmm. how do you step into a role as teacher or guide without feeling like imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, so what was your process like stepping into that role, both from like a practical training-ish perspective Mm -hmm. and just from like 
sort of a spiritual acceptance space of like this is who I am now right. and what I'm going to do. Right. Well, I'm completely self-taught. Um, so, you know, I, I believe that you can go either way. You can go to classes or go to a school and put the time in that way. Or if you can, you know, commit yourself to your own process and your own studies, then you can go through it that way as well. I think it's more about just anything you want to do in life, you got to put the time in Mm -hmm. to learn it and Mm -hmm. to embrace it and to become efficient at it. You got to put that time in. And so uh, that's basically, I think, the most important thing. And so for me, I put that time in by reading lots of books and practicing a lot. Mm -hmm. So reading myself, reading my friends, reading my family, reading friends of friends. And, you know, just every time I had people over, I'd be like, you want a tarot reading? You want a tarot reading? Just lots and lots of free. It's like the the equivalent of field work, you know, when you're in college, you know, you go out and you practice and you do it for free um, and you learn and you get the experience and and that's how that's how I did it and I I don't think in the beginning that I did know I I don't think that there was this goal of like this is what I'm gonna do for a living at all I just really Mm. loved it and in fact it I always wanted to do it it never felt taxing for me I was like do you want a reading do you want a reading Mm. do you want a reading it was just something I really loved to do and it wasn't until, gosh, my latter 20s that I, it was a feeling. I, I think I felt mm-hmm. guided. I just felt like, I think, I think I can charge for this now. It feels right. Mm-hmm. It feels right. It feels like I can offer a service and, um, there was also an intuitive feeling of now there needs to be an exchange. Mm. There needs to be some kind of exchange for this. Um, you know, I've put in a lot of time of just giving it out and putting mm-hmm. it out. And mm-hmm. now I, I do feel that there needs to be an exchange. And the beginning that exchange was small and uh, the amount of professional... Uh, readings I gave were smaller and I still gave lots of free readings to close friends and family so it kind of grew then it was Mm -hmm. then I did it Mm part-time and then eventually I did it full-time and so it's something that steadily grew it didn't happen overnight it just it happened steadily and I guess what I would tell others is if you just have that desire and you have the love for it, I think with anything, mm-hmm. when you decide to offer it as a service and, and have exchange for it, if what's important is that you love what you're doing and you're putting love into it, you know? Um, I think uh, problems occur when someone's doing it for the wrong reasons, you know? Um, but if you love tarot and you believe in its healing properties and you love, you love doing it, mm-hmm. then then you know you 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 just you love what you do and you offer it to to heal someone but you know you do have to put the time in just like anything else Mm -hmm. um you know it's it's a it's a deck of 78 cards so whether you're going to self-teach yourself or learn from someone else or um, be super traditional or be super innovative um, I don't 
think that it that's really what matters it's more just like the time and love that you're putting into it um and 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 as far as charging money and, and doing it professionally i think it's a personal choice it's very personal whereas some people might not feel like doing that mm-hmm. you know um that's definitely a, a personal choice mm-hmm. you know but it, it was just something that felt really right to me and and it's developed into a where I was you know when I was younger to where I am now now it's just it's a really beautiful thing where uh, people come to my home and um, each each session is is so healing for for my clients and it's also healing for me it fills me with mm-hmm. like the best kind of uh, love you know so um, it's turned into a really beautiful thing so I'm really grateful cool do you use your own deck now when you do readings? I have been, Yeah, yes. yeah. Tell me a little been. bit about maybe, tell us a little bit about what decks you were using before or that you still like to use in readings and maybe how you picked a deck. And I think a lot of people are always like, how do I pick a deck? Like, yeah. what do I do? Yeah. And and maybe also tell us how it's been using your own. So. Yeah, I'd love to. Well, my first deck was the Stairs of Gold Tarot by, uh, you know, I'm, I'm forgetting his first name, unfortunately, right now, but his last name is Tavaglione, um, an, Italian, an Italian deck maker. Um, that was my first deck, and uh, so, you know, I have a lot of love for that deck just because mm-hmm. it's my, my first deck, so I've definitely used that in readings. Um, uh, some of the decks I've used over the years are, you know, the Rider Waite, the Thoth, the Morgan Greer. Um, one of the first decks that I chose myself that wasn't gifted to me was the Cat People Tarot. <laughs> really oh. fun deck. I really oh. love that deck. Um, and I've, yeah, I've collected. I love the Mother Piece deck. I love mm-hmm. that deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some others? Uh I have a collection, so, you know, there's been yeah. a lot of them over yeah. the years. But, yes, I, I, what I basically would do is, um, you know, just kind of cycle through all of the decks in my collection. And if I, if I didn't feel connected to some, then I would gift, gift them to someone that I thought would connect with them. And um, sometimes I'd be more in love with a deck during a certain time and use that a lot and be uh, obsessed with it. Um, I was turned on to the Secret Zucchini actually uh, halfway through making my deck. I um, was trading with uh, a tarot reader that was like, I showed my art to. Mm-hmm. And she said, you have to see the Secret Zucchini. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and so I, I bought it. And I was amazed by, you know, kind of the sisterhood of the, of our, yeah. of the connection. Um, so I, I do love that deck. Uh, and... After I, you know, published the deck, I, I have been using primarily my deck just because it's been so fun to work with my creation. Yeah. And uh, it's been, it's been, for lack of a better word, wonderful. Mm-hmm. There's, I feel, uh, almost a different psychic happening during the readings occurring because mm-hmm. of using my deck you know and I, I would I would basically just attribute that to the fact that those images came through me I was you know the channel for them mm-hmm. and and so I I know them I have a, a, a deep intuitive uh feel for for the imagery and um 
I guess it's just the connection to it, to birthing it, that during the readings has just deepened something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I've been able to feel that. So it's, 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 it's helped me grow as a reader, become even more intuitive, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, you know, another side sort of of this whole project is, you know, we live in this world where a lot of us sort of design these businesses that are based off of this maybe more spiritual or like anti-capitalist thing you know whether it's making zines or tarot cards or offering a service but then at the end of the day at least I've had this experience and others where all of a sudden you're like oh whoops I'm like a business owner now and oh I yeah have, oh yeah you know this whole other side that's like a little less glamorous a little like feels maybe like against what we're thinking about you know mm-hmm. we're like so maybe talk a little bit about how maybe you don't struggle with this at all but like mm-hmm. what your relationship is like because at the end of the day yeah you're like want to wholesale your decks to stores and you need to like email them and you know hypothetically be making goals that you're trying to reach whether it's financially or who you're connecting with so yeah maybe just talk a little bit about like the business side of you know the lioness oracle which is a you know a business at the end of the day. I would love to talk about this um you know I think that the negative Uh, attributes of capitalism come from this very patriarchal way of being which is part of the problem and uh, patriarchy uh, and you know I guess just an over emphasis on masculine or young energy Mm. um, is is where the problem lies because then you know we run into this issue of I'll step over whoever I can in order to make it, in order to succeed. I don't care who I hurt, who I steal from, who I, what I do, you know, or even at the expense of my own health and mm-hmm. um, at expense of the earth or, you know, whatever, uh, to, to get to the top. And I think that that is uh, one of the negative uh, ailments of the patriarchy. And... To to bring it to my way of working, um, you know, honestly, I have a very healthy relationship with my business and with the business side because I really don't work in a patriarchal way. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely connected more to matriarchy and mm-hmm. a um, you know softer way of doing things. So you know. Um, for me, I know that, you know, I don't have to steal from someone or, or step on someone to get ahead or or take or, you know, um, compete or do all these things. It's just I'm putting this out with love and whoever, whatever way that comes back to me in the form of support and abundance and um, is, is lovely. And I really just try to connect with that. And... And I do believe that I have the right to eat and mm-hmm. uh, and clothe myself, and uh, you know I I have I have the right to have my survival needs met. Um, you know uh, I have the right to be healthy and 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 thrive, and so and so loving myself in that way um, helps me uh, enjoy. 
the support and abundance that I do receive. And I think that, you know, another issue is not being grateful or, or never being fulfilled or, or and there's, that there's never enough for you, that you're an empty, mm. you know, vessel that can never be satisfied with anything. And that's where materialism comes from because it doesn't matter how much how many possessions you have or or how much money you have if you're empty you're never going to be full you know so i think being grateful for 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 things is really important and, and so you know um i'm grateful you know i may not have like a fancy car or be a homeowner mm-hmm. or you know uh just whatever you know um but it doesn't matter i i'm making a living i'm able to support myself with something that i love doing mm-hmm. and, and and i'm just so grateful for that and so i think that's how i keep a healthy relationship mm-hmm. um and and self-care is important too you know just making sure that i stay centered and you know have get enough sleep um you know and that i'm healthy and and so you know, I'm not just uh, uh, willing to give up my health for money, I guess, you mm-hmm. know. So um, so I think it's, it's I guess, uh, a balance, a balance between not denying yourself the right to thrive and be healthy and be taken care of and nourished by life, um, not denying yourself that, um, balanced with, uh humility and 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 not getting too much into ego of like if unless i'm like have millions of dollars and i'm the best and i'm like world famous and uh you know like you know focusing on the wrong things i guess mm-hmm. you know i guess that's the balance i for me i guess mm-hmm. um so that's a long-winded answer to kind of how i balance this business side and have a healthy relationship with it that's awesome. You mentioned self-care and we're also, I'm like staring at your very large, beautiful altar. <laughs> and I'd love for you to share with us just any any rituals or sort of like daily practices that, because I think what I'm always thinking about how that same like how do I stay grateful? And so often it's like gratitude as an action, like as an action of taking care of myself or absolutely or others so yeah would love to hear your sort of daily or weekly or whenever sort of practical ritual solutions for that self-care to be in place oh yeah um getting enough sleep I feel Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. crucial so getting enough sleep so important enough rest time in general um big on that big on uh balancing you know the yang with the yin you know uh just you got to get enough rest and enough sleep and enough downtime enough alone time enough moon energy you know enough moon time um Mm. quieter more reflective introspective time you know balanced with that sun energy of of projecting and uh, uh outward energy so that's a big thing for me is making sure that those two elements are balanced of um, equal output to input of like projection and receptivity um, is a big deal for me. That's kind of mm-hmm. how I balance myself. And um, 
I'm really into, uh, you know, nourishing my body with whole foods and, and water. So just taking care of my physical vessel with um, healthy foods and herbs and water, enough water. And uh, when it's cooler out, lots of salt baths um, mm-hmm. to detox and decompress, which also cleanses your energy field, which is really important. Um, you know, just yeah taking care of my body exercise that's important that (laughs) I was tempted to you know ignore the exercise when my debt came out and kind of learning how to run an online business and Mm. um you know meet this new level of demand in in my business um you know exercise almost went out the window Mm -hmm. for a while there and then my body definitely started showing the Symptoms, and I'm not. I'm not talking about weight. I'm talking about more like the the ailments that come with not supporting your muscles and moving mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I gotta I gotta move my body. You know, I love yoga, um, taking walks. Those are kind of the two major things that I do um, to take care of that. And um, yeah, my altar. That's that's a huge. My spiritual practice is a huge part of my self care. You know, just it's it's just weaved into the you know we were talking about this before you know we hopped onto the podcast but just you know uh working on yourself constantly consciously um working through life requires everyday activities so you know pull whether it's pulling the cards doing journaling lighting candles doing ritual and ceremonies um you know keeping in touch with the moon cycles and um, astrological cycles, you know, just consciously working through everything. That's a big part of my self-care is the spiritual practice. So, you know, I'm just doing nice things for myself, getting myself fresh flowers and, mm. you know, yeah, you know, just giving myself little treats like that. Maybe some, some nice, uh, uh, natural essential oil you know perfume or something you know aromatherapy just you know treating myself to nice nice things like that um you know self-care it's how it's how I take care of myself so I can keep putting out that sun energy you know Mm -hmm. so I don't get depleted Mm -hmm. it's really important you had an art show this past weekend at Resurrect Uh here in Oakland and yeah, I love it was exciting to hear that you were doing that. And I think again there's sort of these as you know, people who are like artists and business owners and like acting as a spiritual guide and intuitive for people. Um the I, I was just so excited to be like, Oh yeah, an art show and tell us a little bit about what the body of work was that you showed and why maybe how that came about or what inspired you because it also just reminded me of I think sometimes I get blocked from making something if I don't know what its end product is going to be I'm like well I don't want to make something unless I know it's going to be a zine or it's going to be this thing at the end so yeah tell us about your art show yeah I'd love to um well I'm I'm friends with the owner of Resurrect which is the lovely a boutique on Piedmont Avenue here in Oakland and she she has such a conscious wonderful business it's all you know either locally made or handmade or really tiny business just really wonderful and I 
were friends and I had been um, doing readings at her shop mm-hmm. and she, you know, definitely wanted to sell my deck when it came out. And she asked me, she does an art show, uh, like once a month or mm-hmm. once every few months. Mm-hmm. And she asked me, do you want to do one for mm-hmm. your deck? And I mm-hmm. said, of course. Mm-hmm. So we planned it and, uh, you know, it's a smaller space. It's a, it's a smaller, uh, shop. So there wasn't room to do like the full 78 images of the deck on the walls or sure. do other work that I'm working on or you know so we kept it a little focused just did the mm-hmm. major arcana on the walls and then I uh, invested in prints of various images cool. um, from my deck um, you know we just we discussed whether it should just be like uh, a show of, of just my artwork in general outside mm-hmm. of the deck but you know she was like let's focus on the deck since you just made that so all of the prints were from the deck and you know uh all the images that uh we oh. displayed were were from the deck and it was it was it was really good because I hadn't done anything to celebrate I hadn't done anything uh, to really commemorate this yeah. uh, this accomplishment totally. you know so it was really a great way to to celebrate it and um a way to invite the community and my friends and family and um people to come and 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 just kind of have fun with me and celebrate and it it was really lovely it was really beautiful it felt really love filled and I felt really supported and loved and um it, it just felt really really good so uh, yeah it was that was cool nice so now that you've celebrated, <laughs> what's next? What do you feel like, how, in what ways do you want either your, you know, your business to grow, your art practice to go, your grow yourself as a separate human to grow? You know, you kind of came out, yeah, with this incredible deck and now it's like sold in shops all over the country and you're doing your readings with it. Do you feel that a pressure or an excitement of do you make another deck do you make a a book do you Mm -hmm, make a mm -hmm. you know what do you Mm -hmm. feel like where's your energy kind of looking at now um well I actually did just finish another deck (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) yes I I did (laughs) finish a deck uh uh just you know not a tarot deck but just a deck of its own uh you know uh, oracle deck Mm -hmm. uh uh and uh, so I'm just going to work on, steadily work on, you know, getting that into the, the right format it needs to be in. And then I'll, I'll release that one too. Um, you know, my, I love, my art practice, like I said, is so therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. It's uh, that I, I, I doubt I'm going to get tired of that anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So um you know, I'll, there's there's some other projects I already have in mind, and um, I don't necessarily feel a, a pressure around it. I just I just you know know that there's other projects that are gonna come through, and I'm happy about that and excited. Um, again, I really am trying to keep my balance by not mm-hmm. having too much of that you know, capitalist, uh, pressure mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. I gotta, all oh, right, like I gotta release this now and I right. gotta make sure that, you know, I'm just gonna stay on it and keep going. And, you know, I mean, 
yes, I'm going to keep going, but, you know, just steadily and, um, you know, as things come, I'm happy to uh, work on them and then share them with everyone. Um, so I am excited about all of that. And um, as far as the book goes, I actually, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I think I, I would. I, I love to write. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe there will be uh, a, a book at, at some point. You know, I'm not uh, working on that yet. But, you know, I, I think that could be something that I would I would like to do. Um, so I'm sure, yeah, you know, uh, that I'm just going to steadily kind of work on things uh, as 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 they come, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, you know, got to stay healthy. Got to stay balanced. Yeah. 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 Uh, the last question of pretty much every episode is what are you excited about? And, yeah, it's just sort of an opportunity if there's other people's work that you're really into and inspired by right now or a podcast or a TV show or a book or a movie, just sort of like your own last little, like, what is Alejandra excited about? Oh, right gosh. Okay. Huh. So what am I excited about? Hmm. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, what I'm excited about, hey, I've actually been really being called to, to study more again. I, um, mm. You know, I feel like no matter how long you've been doing something, it's always good to keep studying. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's uh, always books on tarot to be read. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to keep studying. And I've been working on astrology steadily for a while. And I'm actually excited that I think uh, sometime soon I'm going to start offering birth chart readings. Oh. And so I'm actually really excited about that. You nice. know, I'm excited to kind of delve into new divinatory ways of service and and keep studying and um you know I love I love learning from the masters I do you know elders as as you had mentioned Mm -hmm. before um you know Mary Kay Greer is is one of my favorite uh authors of the tarot and I think Rachel Pollack is also wonderful and I have another book by Amber Gianti and I love reading um masters that are women Mm. I really love to read books by women um you know uh there's some don't get me wrong there's some great books written by men I'm not not trying you know but uh I really love um reading reading books by women um you know women that are are masters uh, have mastered things and um you know, even when I read novels, most of the mm-hmm. time it's it's mm-hmm. women too. Mm-hmm. I just love reading books by women um, and supporting women. And and there's, man, as far as uh, this the younger crowd of 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 you know the community around um, tarot and astrology, there's just so many wonderful women. There's so many uh, wonderful creators, and so it's it's just there's just tons, and it's just mm-hmm. lovely to see and. Um, it's lovely to see that that people are just you know we're all just kind of doing it ourselves let's just publish our own stuff and mm-hmm. just you know um, it's it's great it's really lovely to see and I'm 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 really grateful to be a part of that you know as well as honoring um, honoring the elders I think it's I think it's really important to honor mm-hmm. elders um, you know especially being in like a, a youth worshiping culture mm-hmm. you know I'm not always mm-hmm. down with that you know mm-hmm. I think it's 
I think it's equally as important to to look to our elders at like how badass they are mm-hmm. and like everything they've done and the knowledge they have. It's that crone wisdom, you know, that's so mm-hmm. important. Um, so so I do I do want to honor that, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of I'm just kind of excited to keep nerding out. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think that's again it's funny how much the need to work steeps in and I I love hearing about that return to study and I was just I was taking a dance class with this teacher Mariana Lockman and was just thinking about how long it had been you know I'm constantly teaching and researching but I hadn't been in someone else's dance class in a long time yeah and it just felt so good yes to to be like nourished by someone's someone else's mastery I was like absolutely feels so good so yeah yeah I love that I love it I love to learn I think I'm I'm just never gonna want to stop learning I just love it you know it's just it's always always gonna be a bookworm and always gonna want to study yeah love it any last words for the people for the people um yeah my I guess my last words are just do what you love do what you love and take care of yourself Mm. and uh you know if you've it's gonna sound super cheesy FYI but you know if you if you've got a dream you know that you want to put out there and it's not gonna harm someone else and Mm. you know it's got a good a good path and don't let anything get in the way don't let anything get in the way and just do it you know yeah love it not cheesy or <laughs> it's cheesy and i, I mean love i, everything I am kind of cheesy, cheesy yeah, I mean. and, and i'm okay with that yeah, i'm kind of too. a cheesy person <laughs> me too well thank you so much thank you for, for having here. me yeah and thanks everybody for listening yeah thank you bye bye Thank you so much again to Alejandra for sharing her story and her insight and her work in this world with all of us. You can find her on Instagram at the lioness oracle and online at thelionessoracle.com. Thank you again so much to this week's sponsors, House Witch, Home and Healing, and Modern Women. And good news, we are giving away two Many Moons workbooks. And you can go to have-company.com slash podcast and find out how to enter the giveaway or follow us on Instagram at havecompany. And if you don't win the giveaway, no worries. You can go to the Modern Women website and get your own copy. And if you're internationally listening, grab your copy from House Witch. They will ship internationally. As always, thank you so much for listening. Tune in next time. See you later.